Hey, what's up? It's Jared. Today I have seven things that are major productivity killers. These are things that get in the way of you accomplishing the things that you want to do. If you've ever had issues with productivity, maybe you are a known procrastinator like me, there are things that immediately kill productivity and you need to learn or even just learn to recognize them so that you can get past them and be the most productive you. So the first one is perfectionism. Now, for me, that means everything needs to be perfect to get started. Everything has to go perfectly and the result has to be perfect. Perfectionism really is a defense mechanism for stress and identifying those stress points are going to help you uh, project a clear path. And so perfectionism is kind of a way that we try to take control of something that we feel that we don't have control of. And so we try to make every little thing perfect. And a lot of times through that process of perfectionism, we prevent ourselves from getting started, from achieving and actually getting the work done because something isn't right, something isn't ready, and so we go down that road of making sure everything is perfect. And then there's even when you're a little bit further down the road, not being able to actually complete something because you're constantly second guessing and revising and going back and forth. Um, the planning process can definitely help out there. I've talked about in a previous video and I will talk about more in future videos, the topic of planning, making sure that you have projects and tasks and clear identified paths for moving forward. Having that stuff set up means that you have a path and you aren't going to get stuck feeling like you need to constantly refine something to the point where you've wasted too much time, which is going to lead to frustration. The moment that I found out that perfectionism is really a defense mechanism for stress and that a lot of us use perfectionism as a procrastination tool, that really woke me up and it enlightened me to the fact that there were a lot of things that I was wasting too much time on um, and just wanting things to be right, wanting things to be a certain way. And so relinquishing a little bit of that control, giving myself actual structure that I could follow was super important and no longer is perfectionism as big of a deal for me. Number two is a trap that I used to fall into all the time in so many different ways and that is the silver bullet syndrome. That is the one system or one solution to rule them all. A lot of these are found in books and courses and big bold promises that are made online that if you just follow these steps everything will be fine. You will be the most productive person in the world. You will be rich. You'll make your first million this year and all of those things. Uh, while there are lots of little tidbits of information to be gleaned in a lot of those because there is a process. They had to come up with a process and test it and hopefully revise it and it had to work for someone else hopefully. So there are some things to be uh, learned and gleaned from in those processes. But to assume that you have nothing in the form of productivity and you couldn't pull anything off yourself and you need this tool or this process in order to make your life happen is misleading. The, these tools have things that you can learn and things that you can implement. But to assume that this has all the answers is just going to lead to frustration because you're going to try to implement that. You may have some initial success, but it might not be sustainable for you in particular. And so when it doesn't work, you get upset, frustrated, and you backslide a bit if you're like me and you get frustrated. And before you know it, you're behind on all sorts of things. So productivity can be killed by this silver bullet syndrome, which is the assumption that 
there is some sort of a solution out there that will fix all of your problems. And a lot of times, some of these things are just unobtainable in the first place. They require too much. They are good for a person that has no problem working many, many, many hours uh, that, that might not fit into your particular lifestyle and what you want for yourself. So it's also not sustainable as well. It's okay to look into these different things and to say like, that person has a process, cool. I'm gonna learn what their process is and see if there's anything interesting that I can pull from it to better help me be more productive. But what we're not gonna do is assume that somebody else has a solution that's gonna fix all of our problems. I've read countless books, I've taken online courses and seminars and all of this stuff, only to find out that that typically only gives you a boost of excitement for a little bit of time, and then when real life and reality sets back in, uh, those processes fall apart. So number three is the method of organization isn't sustainable. Now, we all can go down these rabbit holes of over-structuring and over-organizing um, or maybe not doing that and not doing it at all and just flying by the seat of our pants. Those types of things are unsustainable and they lead to frustration. What you need to do is, is identify or find an organization method that makes the most sense for you. It might be something like a bullet journal where you just make a list and you check them off and you move things forward or complete them. Or it may be a full focus planner where it takes and walks you through the process of achievement every single day. It may be something like Notion, which I use, where I've kind of created my own process utilizing things that I've gleaned from a lot of different methods out there and making something that works for me. Uh, it, or you may be just like uh, my grandmother was, just a list every single day. You start your day with a list and that's it. And you move things forward or you check them off. And so find something that is an organizational method method that doesn't frustrate you or wear you down. And you may want to start small. If you try to implement something too big, it may get frustrating and, uh, and then you fall off the wagon there. Less steps at the beginning is better. And even just less steps overall is better because something that's too much, too involved is not going to be sustainable. I definitely have time in my times in my life where I have more time and something with more steps is fine. But then when I get busy, those multi-step solutions start to fall apart and it's hard for me to follow and keep up on them. And then I fall behind and I get frustrated and I don't, uh, uh, it kills my productivity because my method fell apart and now I either have to catch up or I have to build a new one. All information should also be in one place and easily linked together, whether that is in a notebook or a note-taking application or something like Notion like I use where I can get at all of my information. It's important for me for it to be digital because I don't like carrying a lot of things on me. I feel like my notebook, physical notebook, was never where I needed it to be. And so Notion worked out really well for me. And if you've been on this channel for very long, you've seen a lot of Notion tutorials that I've done. And if you haven't, make sure to click around and check those out. Definitely have shared a lot of my methods and how I organize and structure to be the most productive that I could be utilizing Notion. Number four is burning the midnight oil. By borrowing from tomorrow to get things done today, you are just robbing yourself from energy and productivity that you will have tomorrow. 
A lot of times I will get in a zone and I'll want to work on an idea or go down this road and sometimes I'll find myself up until midnight, one or two in the morning, thinking and processing and the next day just ends up being a disaster. I have to force myself to be done at a certain time uh, earlier on in the day so that I have resources left to give my family in the end of the day and then of course make sure that I'm going to bed at a reasonable time so that I don't end up staying up late and feeling off the next day. When I feel off the next day, I'm not able to be as productive as I wanted to be and then that leads to frustration and it can be kind of a perpetual thing that sends you on into just not having a productive week, not having a productive month, and it just keeps going and keeps going. So don't burn the midnight oil. Make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you're not robbing from the next day, but you're getting yourself prepared for the next day. Uh, and even that that means putting some thoughts off, putting some things off to the next day, or even sometime in the future, it's more important that you take care of yourself so that you can be productive the next day. Number five is multitasking. I used to think that I was a multitasker and that I can get things done simultaneously and in between and that at the end of the day I'd worked on all these different projects uh, all kind of during the same time but it's just not true. Multitasking is not something that we can achieve. Of course we have apps that multitask, we have tools that allow us to jump back and forth but ourselves we cannot multitask. So it's very important to stick to one task and complete it. Jumping between tasks when there was really no reason to is just not going to be uh, a productive measure. It's not going to help you get ahead. Make sure that you can get to a stopping point before you move on to something else. Whether that's completing a task or uh, getting to a point where you can't go any further on that task before you jump to another one. Jumping in between tasks just because you're, you know, whatever bell dings or whatever notification goes off, that is not sustainable and it's not going to lead to productivity. It's actually going to decrease your productivity. So you want to clear those distractions and you want to make sure that multitasking is not something that you're doing. Of course, have the tools so that you can go from task to task. That's important, but make sure that those are not impeding on you actually getting those tasks done. If you find yourself multitasking too much, it means that you need to break those tasks down into smaller chunks that makes them easier to digest. Number six is poor eating habits. It's hard to focus when you're hungry or hangry or whatever. Your stomach's growling. Maybe you didn't choose the right thing to eat last. It's very hard to concentrate when you have those types of thoughts and feelings. Your brain needs good food to grow and to process, so you need to be feeding yourself well. Of course, overeating slows you down, the whole food coma. Having a heavy lunch makes you want to take a nap instead. It's because your body needs all the resources as it can to digest. Digesting food is very resource intensive for your body. So you need to give your body things that are easy for it to digest, foods that are good for it, that give you strength and energy to last throughout the day. Otherwise, you're going to feel sluggish and you're just not going to have a good day and it's going to lead to a lack of productivity. Breakfast was always a struggle for me and, and eating well and just making it happen. And so I decided a long time ago to start intermittent fasting and I've been intermittent fasting for almost two years now full time and I love not having to eat breakfast. For me, I, I love breakfast foods, but the process 
process of eating breakfast and feeling like I need to make something and then eating it and feeling heavy because maybe I ate too much bacon or something like that was causing more issues than it was actually helping. And the intermittent fasting has actually really helped me have more energy throughout the morning, which has been great. And now I'm not hungry until one or two in the afternoon usually, and that's when I take a break and have some lunch. Number seven is the inability to say no or not now. Now, saying no is important and saying not now is also super important. If you say yes every time something comes in, it's going to get you off task and it's going to be a disruption all the time. You get that phone call, somebody needs something, you say yes, you feel like you need to do it right now. That just doesn't work out. You either need to say no, I cannot do that, or you need to say not now, I can do that and then give a time frame. When you do that, you're giving that person an expectation that it's not going to happen right now, or maybe not at all, depending on what your response is. But it's also telling you that you can deflect that thought to later and you don't have to think about it right now. That need that that person has, whether it's a task or a question or whatever, you know now that you don't have to think about it until later because you have put it off. Likely when you say yes immediately to something, it's hard to get excited about it. It's hard to stay motivated to actually get that thing done because it was a disruption. It already entered your energy in a weird way. I don't like the fact that I said entered my energy, but it disrupted you and your energy now is off and your flow is now broken or whatever word you want to use is now off kilter. And so getting back to your tasks is going to be more challenging because that was something that was unexpected and it messed you up and now you have to try and get back to normal and normal is not not normal anymore. It also wasn't part of your daily plan that you had set out to be a successful day, which means you had some projects you were going to work on. You identified the priority of the tasks you were going to jump on for that day. And this thing that was interjected to you was not part of that. So you need to have a fast way to either accept or decline. And if you accept that, put it off to later that day put it off to the next day, put it off to the next week, whatever it is, you need to be able to take that and deflect it quickly. Now, of course, if you are avoiding distractions, like avoiding phone calls and emails and stuff that are coming in during key points when you're trying to be super productive, these things are not going to interfere with you at all anyways. But depending on your work environment, people can walk in, people can interrupt you. And so you need a way to be able to uh, assess that situation and either decline or put it off uh, to a reasonable time into the near future. But uh, an inability to say no or not now definitely is going to affect your productivity. So that's going to do it for these seven ways that your productivity can be killed. I hope that they helped you identify some things maybe that you can work on in your own life. I know that it's a constant battle for me to continue to remember these things and implement them all the time so that I maintain a level of productivity that I can be proud of and feel like I am accomplishing things. So that's going to do it for this video. Thank you so much for watching it. Click that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and click that bell to be notified when I put out new videos. I have links and resources down in the description below. And if you have any questions or thoughts, you know what to do. Leave them down in that comment section. And I hope to see you back here soon in another video. Take care.